Hello, welcome to the Today Show, Kojiko Halton on the Disability Channel. I'm your host, Christopher Power. Today, my guest is named Top 10 Stage Artist to Watch, first female comedian to win at the Just for Laughs Festival in the homegrown category. She is the hilarious, multi-talented comedian, Courtney Gilmore. You may know her from her performance on stage or her podcast, X-Rated, so stay tuned. Thank you for taking the time to be with here us today and welcome to our show hello thank you so much thanks for having me here now courtney you're like a comedian bulldozer you've been performing on tv movies uh, comedy clubs fringe festivals touring you have a podcast called x-rated it really seems like you're doing everything but most recently you became a superhero uh, on your on your social media with this red cape flying around tell me more about this Right, I did. Oh, I should have worn my my red cape today. Um, yeah. So I I've been partnering with the um with Holland Bloorview Kids Rehabilitation Center in Toronto, and uh, it's a place where um disabled kids can go and learn how to do physiotherapy and have all kinds of programs and services that benefit them. And uh, it's Capes for Kids Week, which means that we're raising money and we're trying to raise one million dollars to go wow. towards all the programs. So, yeah, so um, it's the theme is capes and superheroes for everybody who helps to raise money. And uh, yeah, I've been posting all over my socials, me wearing the red cape. And uh, and yes, if you um, that's part of the 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 theme is that if you donate a hundred dollars individually or with your team, you get your own red cape. So I don't know what's not to like about that. I was wearing my red cape around my house, and I was like, "This is an amazing look." Like I feel powerful wearing a cape, so I might just stick to it even after this is over. <laughs> I hundred percent agree. It was it was really cool to see some of your videos with it. So off the top of your head, and you might not know what what's the current. Um, the raising that they have right now. How far away are they from the million dollars? So right now, I believe they're at eight hundred thousand, which is a lot. So they've made a lot of um, they've made a lot of headway within the last week, and uh, it's a campaign that's close to my heart because I've gone there. I have a prosthetic leg, and I used to wear prosthetic arms. Um, I'm an amputee uh, growing up, and so I I basically they're family to me, and I go there all the time. I grew up going there, so I know for sure like. You know the programs and services are very beneficial for kids with disabilities so i'm hoping that they make their goal so yeah it's capesforkids.ca if anyone wants to check it out if they're check if they're tuning into this now uh capesforkids.ca can they also they'll get all the information about the facility or just the uh the, the community raisement uh everything is there so about okay. both the campaign and then everything about the facility is on there so yeah it's uh it's all there it's, it's all over my socials too so yeah it's a really great campaign and uh i'm excited for them so courtney you're a stand-up comedian i've personally seen your stuff you're hilarious what drew you to comedy originally thanks um i don't i mean that's such a good question 
I don't know what specifically drew me to comedy. I mean, I I guess I've always thought that I was funny. I've always been making jokes and sense of humor has always been important to me. Um, I grew up in a very funny family. Uh, my family is very outgoing and they're very gregarious people. I'm kind of the opposite. I'm more of a introverted type, quiet type. And so I think out of everybody, it's a very big surprise that it was me who became the comedian. Um, but, you know, I've just been surrounded by funny people. And in college, I just decided to give it a try. Just like, um, you know, a show that I was that I saw, like an open mic kind of thing. And um, it sort of snowballed from there. Once I I think once I tried it, I I uncovered like I untapped this performative quality in me that I didn't know that I had. And so once that was off to the races, I just, it was an adrenaline rush. And I just, I moved to Toronto and I kept going at it. And yeah, from there, it's just, it's been great. That's awesome. It, there's a set that you have, and, and I know we chatted offline about this. Um, I believe your set opens up with, I know some of you can tell me that I don't have hands by the sound of my voice. So right. why is that important to your set? Why open your, your set like that? <laughs> I mean, I love a good misdirect, you know, it's it's such a, because I'm missing both my hands, like it's a very obvious disability. Some people have invisible disabilities, but mine is like right there. So, you know, I can't, um, like in getting started in my career, I didn't really have the luxury of just breezing past it, nor, nor did I want to. Like I, I genuinely enjoy talking about my life and, uh, and not having hands, but it wasn't really an option to not to not address it. It's right there in your face, and so it it would be weird if I just, you know, did a, a solid twenty minutes on iPhones versus Androids and not talk about the fact that I'm missing hands. So the whole like, I know you can tell by the sound of my voice that I don't have hands. I just think it's a nice little, it's a silly little misdirect because it starts by making it seem like. I'm talking about something else and then I just throw a little left, you know, a curveball. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a fun little way to to get into it right away. So, so how do you come up with your jokes? Is there a, a formula that you use to create them? I mean, with your career, have you just gotten to the, oh, I know how to make this funny point. Like, how do you, how do you get a joke from inception to stage? Well, I have a Google Doc and it's full of all kinds of buzzwords and ideas and thoughts that just come to me that I think throughout the day, you know, talking to friends, a lot of my friends, most of my friends, I would say at this point are comedians. So, you know, you just have life experience. I, I would say that my style is very based on and influenced by my daily life experience. And so if something happens that is funny or could be funny, I write it down and then I try it out. Um, I don't know that I have a formula beyond, I go to open mic shows, which are shows around the city that um, are just at bars at eight o'clock on a, on a Monday. And you go and you bring your joke book or your Google doc and you just try stuff and you see what hits. It's a, it's a lot of you know, throwing stuff at the wall and seeing if it sticks. So um, I am a very written comic, though, in the sense that I need to write full sentences of an idea and then condense from there and see like which how to trim the fat, which parts of this idea are actually funny. So I guess that's my formula. But yeah, just a lot of trial and error. <laughs> now, uh, I, I was reading online that at one point, and I'm not sure still if you're doing this, you were actually offering um, 
some comedy classes for people with disabilities and, and kind of that general the world there. Are you still offering these programs? Right. Yeah. So uh, before the pandemic, I was offering in-person classes at a, at a facility here in Toronto uh, for people with disabilities. And then I started offering it on Zoom just individually myself. And um, I just went, I just did, I think, three rounds over the past six months of, of people on Zoom doing a little workshop. And I don't currently have anything right now that's planned, but kind of what I do is I just garner interest. Like I, I get it, I gauge, you know, on my socials, how many people who follow me would be interested in just learning about you know, how to, how to write a good joke, how to take your life experience as a person with a disability and make it funnier. So, um, yeah, so I, I do like periodic, like periodically I'll put a call to action, like, Hey, is anyone interested in doing this again? And then if enough people are interested, I'll do it. So I would say I would direct anyone to my socials. If you're, if you're interested in that, shoot me a message and I can plan something, but yeah, you don't even have to be interested in trying stand-up comedy. Like for me, it's just really cool to be able to um, be in a room, virtual or not, with um, other people with disabilities and just just write, just write some stuff and say, hey, the, this funny thing happened to me the other day. How can I get the most comedy out of it? And then we share, you know, I share my tips based on how I do it and they, you know, they teach me things too about, you know, uh, different disabilities. I'm only, I'm the most familiar with my own disability. So being around other people and learning about what they go through, it's, it's really enlightening for all of us. So it's a fun time. Yeah. Now you had mentioned that they can reach out to you on your socials. So what is the, the best way to get in contact with you? If some of our viewers are like, I, I really want to take advantage of this session with you. How can we get in touch with you on that? Yeah, so I would say message me on Instagram. I mean, I have a website, uh, CourtneyGilmore.com, where I have everything, all my socials on there. But if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, um, my Instagram is at Courtney J. Gilmore. You can find me on there, and I, I check a lot of messages on there the most. And um, and I post on there um, about upcoming virtual workshops. So, yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to take a, a quick break, and we'll be right back. the host of Veterans Onward to Prosperity TV show. And I'm here to tell you that the Drone Ball Drop October 12th is a great opportunity for you to contribute to the lives of veterans and disabled people to have a lifetime career in the media that they will love. The Disability Channel has a great education program and you get to contribute and have some fun with the Drone Ball Drop October 12th. So please do your part so that others can have a life that they will love and a lifetime career in the media industry. Are you currently on ODSP? If you're interested in social media marketing, TV production, podcasting, or getting off assistance, please contact Jay Stoyan at 647-339-68. Four seven or J at the disability channel.ca. The disability channel showcasing abilities.
welcome back to the Today Show. I'm your host, Christopher Power, and our guest today is the hilarious Courtney Gilmore. So, Courtney, you were talking about uh, them reaching out to you just before our break, but have you ever been on stage and just forgot a punchline? Like, what did you do? Oh, my gosh. It's so funny you ask that because that just happened to me two weeks ago, and um, I think it was a combination of well, actually, I think it's exclusively just having felt very rusty coming back from lockdowns and quarantine and just not being in the rhythm of doing comedy on a regular basis. So, yeah, I was doing a show and it was going very well. My set was going very well. And then at the end, I decided to close with a joke that I hadn't done in a while. And I knew I was going to do this joke, but I hadn't gone through it. And I was just like, oh, it will come to me. It'll come to me in a second. You know, it'll all come back, just like Celine Dion told us. Um, And it was not, that was not the case at all. I started talking. And as I'm talking, I'm like, I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't remember what the punchline is. I remember all the, it's like having a recipe. I remember the ingredients, but I don't know which order they're supposed to go in. And, uh, and I ended up just telling this story that was supposed to be funny, but because I forgot the punchline, I think it just sounded concerning and kind of sad. So, um, that, that was an unfortunate, uh, that was an unfortunate, um, mishap that happened and I felt so mortified by it but the good part was um a couple weeks later I was able to do another show and I did that same joke to specifically to redeem myself I just wanted to tell that joke again so that I could get it right and feel like I canceled out the other the blunder so yeah I I mean in terms of what you do there's not really sometimes like calling it out in the moment can be funny being like listen guys like i i'm just gonna be i'm just gonna be straight with you here i don't know what this joke was i don't remember so i don't know it's a tough one it doesn't happen that often fortunately but when you when it dies you just kind of have to roll with it (laughs) nice so what is something that people tend to misunderstand about you the most oh boy um well it's interesting um there, there, I guess there are a lot of things to misunderstand about me because I think I get the impression that when I meet the average person, like in a comedy club or just day to day, I'm usually the first, I'm usually their first amputee. Like I'm usually the first and maybe only person they have ever met or will ever meet who's missing limbs. And, um, and that comes with all kinds of like, um, preconceived notions and, and, assumptions about how I live my life and usually those assumptions are very they come from a place of thinking that you know I I can't really do anything and uh, of course all disabilities are so varying in, in the degrees of help that we need and there's nothing wrong with needing help but it's just so alarming to me that I will tell a story about taking a cab on stage and people will message me and be like well how did you open the cab door how did you get into the cab and I'm like you weren't listening. <laughs> so um, I think um, being on, I, I joined TikTok a couple of months ago and I've been posting TikTok videos like my standup and yep. the comment section is wild. The comment section is just rampant with people, all kinds of assumptions, you know, and it's, it's very, um, 
it's very illuminating for me to be able to see to get a glimpse into what able-bodied people assume about disability and it and it's kind of it's annoying at sometimes but at but at the same time it gives me a little insight into how I can approach the way I speak about myself because you know if if I can speak about myself in a way that Tr tells you how to treat me in the future. I think I'm doing both of us a favor. So <laughs> that's the way I look at it. Now, it, just, it kind of leads me to my next question with you. You you have a set, I believe, and it's um, Awkward Encounters. So yeah. I'm feeling like there, there's a parallel between the, the misunderstandings and these Awkward Encounters set that you have. Is Did that kind of formulate that way for you? Yeah, yeah. I think that my early start in comedy was heavily reliant on awkward encounters and, and very, you know, bizarre exchanges I've had with strangers. I think the bulk of my comedy has been rooted in that. And it's done well for me because, you know, when I talk about a cab driver, you know, asking me what happened to my hands, and then when I say, and then when I answer and he said, he tries to relate to me by saying that his sister has back problems. It's like, it's funny, but it's also like when I tell an audience that I feel like they're laughing because they know it's ridiculous, but they also identify with having been that person at some point in their lives. And so, you know, I think that's very helpful for them to be like, oh, okay, like, that's me. Like, I've, I've said something dumb like that before. And, um, you know, my comedy is not meant to be like, an educational experience every time. But if I can help people realize that you, you know, treating disabled people a certain way is kind of weird. Um, that's, that's important to me, too. So yeah, but yeah, I, I, I guess I, I, there are definitely parallels between that, the awkward encounters. It's, it's, a, it's a funny way for me to call out um, those microaggressions and, and things like that in a way that's, that brings more levity to the situation so that people can empathize with me and then hopefully change their behavior going forward into the world. <laughs> yeah. So you were actually named, um, the, I believe it was the first female comic at the Just for Laughs Festival in 19 years in the homegrown category. Mm -hmm. What was that like? Did they just say, hey, you won and hey, great, let's let's go home? Like, what was that <laughs> being there? I mean, it was a pretty grandiose experience at the time. I mean, this was a competition that I had wanted. I mean, this was a goal of mine was to go to that specific competition and ideally win. Um, I would have been happy just just to have been there, but it was definitely a bonus. And to know that they hadn't, uh, you know, crowned a, a female winner in 19 years. 19 years is a long time for <laughs> only men, for only you know straight straight men to be um, winning the title. And uh, yeah, it was surreal to me at the time. It was a very exciting experience. It was my first time at Just for Laughs, and. You know, for those of you who don't know, like the Just for Laughs Festival in Montreal, it's like um, it's it's the it's a goal for for most comedians to reach. It feels like an Olympic level achievement to be there. And um, and this contest was it was it was incredible. It was a really exciting, nerve wracking experience. I didn't know if I was going to win. Um, they had like a co a tie with me and another uh, person in the comedian uh, in the 
competition who is a, a non-binary comedian yeah. and um and it was just it was it was incredible. It was really, I, I felt very good about myself and it was just such a surreal night and definitely a memorable experience for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, if I, if I was reading correctly, at one point in time, you wanted to become a model and I believe you got that opportunity to do so with Now Magazine, if I'm not mistaken. Um. I haven't, I, I didn't want to be a model, but like, hey, I'm not going to say no to a, a nice photo shoot. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I've, I'm, a, I'm a five foot zero, I'm a little, you know, I'm sure I'm not, usually models are like very tall and stuff, but like, um, yeah, then I've done a couple of photo shoots. I did one for Fashion Magazine uh, and they, they dressed us up in like Sephora stuff and it was really awesome. And then, um, yeah, and then they've had some features and some magazines and it's been very cool to, it's very cool to, to have that experience and have people feature you that way. That's awesome. Do you yeah. get to keep any of the clothes afterwards or you got to give it all back? I think I gave it, but yeah, I had to give it back. I had to give it back. Yes. I think I got, a, I got some free makeup, but uh, yeah, I had to give it back. <laughs> Brilliant. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Okay. Hi, this is Dave Stevens with the Disability Channel. second floor losing my seven-year war it's not an illusion so why the exclusion yeah it, it doesn't matter it's about you so. joining me and uh welcome to this beautiful travelers championship i only want one accolade from you so my story is unique, it's amazing, but it's not anything that you guys don't have inside of you. I'm not a hero, I'm not anybody special, I'm just this guy without legs that went out, and I just did it. Stats way the Democrats, the diplomats, and the This is probably your first interview down on the ground on your butt and stuff like first that? First time, have a Stay with us and the Disability Channel. Welcome back to the Today Show. I'm your host, Christopher Power, and with us is Courtney Gilmore. Courtney, when people say the word community, what does that really mean to you? Community. Um, I would say community is a group of, you know, like-minded people who feel a sense of connectedness with each other. Um, I love that word and the concept of it. I love being part of the stand-up community. I love being part of the disability community. Um, it's like people who have who can share stories with each other coming from very similar life experiences um, and also different life experiences where we can share with each other and learn. And uh, yeah. That's awesome. So you have a podcast called X rated and it's not what it seems. What is <laughs> X rated about? Walk me through this. 
Right. Okay. So it's called Rated X Podcast. And it's, um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's not what it seems. So during the pandemic, where when everyone was like making sourdough bread and learning acrylic painting and woodworking and just like bettering themselves, I had the idea of what if I started a podcast with my ex boyfriend? <laughs> That was my idea during the pandemic. And um, and it turned out to be a good one because um, so I'm I'm best friends with a person who I used to date like it was quite a while ago. And uh, we're, we're very close. And a lot of people are mystified by our dynamic because we're both comedians. We're both very good friends. And um, we love we love psychology and just the inner workings of relationships. And so we decided to start a podcast where we rate and review fictional relationships. Um, so from like TV, movies, uh, couples, um, all the famous iconic couples throughout history, we dedicate a podcast episode. We, we watch what they're in and then we sort of analyze them based on our own experience of being in a relationship. <laughs> That sounds hilarious, actually. <laughs> where, where can people uh, listen and subscribe to your your podcast? Yeah, so it's on. Uh, it's pretty much everywhere you get podcasts. It's on Apple, Spotify, um, Anchor FM is like where we have the home base of the podcast. It's called Rated X. You can look it up, and you can um, you can find it on there. It's also on my socials too. Um, I've got links to it, and uh, yeah, we're taking a bit a bit of a hiatus right now, but we have I think we have three seasons up already. Um, so we have a ton of content on there. We also have a Patreon where you can sign up for bonus content and uh we we spill a lot of tea on our personal relationship we have an episode where we talk about our breakup and all that juicy stuff so it's really fun <laughs> so do you have any uh, words of motivation or advice for anybody who's looking to get into comedy like yourself yeah just do it don't don't think about it too long if you think about if you think about how you want to do comedy for too long you'll never do it and so because it's a nice idea but it also it can be very scary to get on stage you know especially if you've never done it before but right. i would say if you have an interest um go to maybe even just go to a few local comedy shows um this is not me promoting myself, by the way. This is not me saying that, hey, you can get into comedy by coming to see my show, but you know, it can't hurt. <laughs> but you know, go to like a Yuck Yucks amateur night and like just get a feel for how the rhythm of the show goes and then sign up for, for an open mic. Um, just throw your name in the hat, come up with like, you know, a few ideas and put together like a three to five minute set. And just try it. Just try it. Don't have too high expectations of yourself. Just do it for the fun of it and see if you like it. That's what I would say. Beautiful. I have one last question for you today. What makes Courtney Gilmore smile? Oh, boy. Um, my cat makes me smile. I have a very fluffy cat. And uh, I love animals. I love... Um, uh lots of things my you know just hanging out with my friends um yeah i would have i i want to say that my friends are like are superior to my cat in that regard but i can't i don't think that's truthful i think my cat makes me laugh more than most comedians do so <laughs> i'm gonna go with that one <laughs> that's awesome courtney i really appreciate your time and thank you for being with here with us today I'm your host, Christopher Power. Our guest is the hilarious Courtney Gilmore. Please check her out at CourtneyGilmore.com. Head over to the Disability Channel on YouTube for some more great content. Remember to have a fantastic day. 
and smile to inspire. Thank you.